Hi, Mama! So happy to be here. It is almost the new year. I could not be more excited. I've actually realized that the new year's is, I think, my favorite holiday. It sounds so strange, but I am just obsessed with this kind of change. Like, it's to me, New Year's like all about the future, right? It's all about like this fresh start, this new beginning. We're, we're thinking ahead. We're, we're setting goals. We're dreaming. We're praying big prayers. We're just looking into the future and like pushing the limits of our beliefs for what the year could look like. I love that so much. That is just like who I am in a nutshell. And the other part of it is I love self-reflection. I love taking the time to like really look at what God is doing, what's inside of us and just go there. And if you heard my last episode, that is, that is me right now. I encourage you if you haven't listened to it, it is really good stuff about how to reflect on the season and even just different conflicts that we have or different situations we have with people. And so just as such a crucial part of growth in my mind. And so today I am actually going to share with you my year. I'm going to do this exercise and show you it's pretty similar to what I shared last episode, the three questions we want to ask ourselves. And it's a little bit nuanced as we look into our year, but I'm going to walk you through what my year looks like because I think that's so cool. I know the podcasts I listen to, like I love when they just share about their year and their growth and I'm like, it's so fascinated by it. So I hope you feel the same way. If not, skip ahead. But I'm excited to share with you what my year looked like and then to model for you what this can look like as you make sure that you take time to process your year. Because again, there is so much growth waiting for you in self-reflecting and looking back and allowing God to show you themes and allowing him to show you big things that stand out. And so we have to do this process and what we can do this any time of the year, but what a great opportunity at the beginning of a year to do this. And next episode, we're going to talk all about goal setting for the year and what that looks like to dream big for 2022. But really like my obsession for the future, this is why I added the whole last portion of the Morning Mama Academy. If you've if you've looked at it, like we, we go into the past and we work on healing our past and forming our pain and our peace cycles so that we can understand why we're hurting, why we're acting the way we do. We can understand other people even. And so it really helps us take understanding to our past and and find healing in that. And then we go to the present and we work on all of our different relationships so that we can show up as the best wife, mom, child of God, daughter that we can. And really like my first version of this, I thought we were going to stop there because it just seemed too crazy to like go past, present, future. Like that's just too much for one course. But I, as I sat there and was, you know, even ready to share it with you, I was like, no, like this is not complete. Like who I am. We have to go into the future. We have to look ahead. We have to look inside of us to see what God has put in us that he's calling out of us for the future. And we have to be dreaming those big dreams, praying those big prayers to step into that place because healing does not end with like a, a, like a happy life. Like it's not about you really. I mean, God wants you healed. God wants that wholeness for you. 
God wants that peace for you, thousand percent. But the the amazing other part of it is that you are called to change other people's lives. The things that you are walking through are someday, if you allow God to do the work, are someday going to change someone else's life. And you're going to be able to to call them forward, to call them to their next step, to, to call out life in them. And so I just, I couldn't stop there. Like we had to spend the last weeks going into the future and dreaming about what the future can look like. And it's just such a crucial aspect of healing in my mind. So I am so excited for the Academy. If all of that feels like it lights you up, if you're ready to find that kind of healing and health and dreaming for the future, then make sure you go and and check it out. We only at this time have nine spots left. That's probably inaccurate now because it's, this is way before I'm recording this way before you're going to hear it. We are kicking off the season January 18th. So pumped. This is going to be videos that I'm going to send to you each week. And then at the end of the week, we're going to have a live coaching call as a group because there is power in doing this together. There is power in that accountability. There is power in those relationships, in that perspective. And so we're going to do this together. And then there's also a private Facebook group that you're going to put all your homework in every week so that you can get my eyes on everything to make sure that you're really going to the core that can like, that's kind of the big thing that can happen as we're creating these pain and peace cycles is making sure we're not just scratching the surface. We're not just getting distracted by like what we think we're doing when it's really something else. And so I'm going to make sure that I have my eyes on all of that to make sure you're going to the depths. So make sure if this is on your heart, God is calling you to it. He wants you to take these steps And it's an investment. It is an investment into you because you are deciding that you're going to show up as the best mom, wife, daughter that you can this year, that you are ready to take the steps of healing and and really propel yourself into the future. So if God's putting it on your heart, go sign up. You can find it at morningmamaacademy.gr8, the number eight, gr, not number, but just the number eight, (laughs) com. It's also linked in the show notes if you're completely confused by what I just said, (laughs) but I can't wait to do this with you. It's, it's going to be an incredible journey and I cannot wait to see what God is going to do, but let's jump in. I'm excited to share with you my year and what it looked like and what God did and where I want to grow kind of vulnerably. I'm going to share with you a little bit vulnerably where I want to put my, my focus and where I know God is calling me to grow in this next coming year. And then I want to help you do the same. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. mama. So like we talked about in the last episode, there's so much power in self-reflection and looking back and looking at what God has done, what he has said, what has happened. And so we're going to do that for the entire year. And what this process can do is one, show us where we've grown. Like we can see 
wow, <laughs> you know, a year feels so short and so long at the same time. And so I think sometimes we're like, yeah, I was pretty much the same person as I was a year ago. But when we look back at the details and about like really like the relationships and, and, and the, the nuances of the everything that happened, we can most often see, wow, actually, I really did grow. Like if we have been pursuing God, I guarantee you there's been growth this year. And it's so important to acknowledge these places we've grown because we have to have fuel to keep going. Perseverance is all about discipline. And discipline is fueled by a vision. And if we are short-sighted on the vision because we're like, well, that's a, I can't even dream for the future because I just feel so discouraged because I feel like I'm not moving and I, I can't get out of this place. It's going to damper that vision. It's going to damper that discipline. It's going to damper the perseverance. And so we've got to add fuel to this. We've got to acknowledge how far we've come. And so we have to look at where we've grown. It's also, as we review the year, is going to help us look at what we've learned. Like you just went through 12 months, 365 days of life. And especially as a mom, I feel like there is so much learning. Like I feel like... Being a mom, like really one of the cool parts about it is that it's like this hyper-focused time of learning. Like our kids are constantly changing. We are doing a job that has no manual. Now I know there's parenting programs out there and they are great and they can really help you, but like it's, it's not always going to tell you the answer and you've got to figure out what God is calling you to in your parenting. And really it's like a learn on the job kind of thing, right? Like as we go, we figure this stuff out. And so I know there is plenty that you have learned this year. And this process can help you identify what that is, what all of those things are. It's also going to help us identify what we've overcome. There's there's obstacles. Like there are hard stuff with our kids, with our marriage, with our other relationships, just with life. We've overcome stuff. I guarantee you there is something you have overcome this year. And when you can look at that again, when you look at how far you've grown, when you look at what you overcome, it just puts fuel into this vision. It puts fuel into your ability to persevere through the hard stuff because you're like, oh, I did this before. Like, well, in the middle of that, I actually thought I would never get through it, but now I like kind of forgot I went through it. <laughs> it just helps you for the next time those things come up because they will always come up. And then lastly, this process can help us identify what areas we need to focus on more. Growth, healing, is a continual journey that we will go on for the rest of our lives. And sometimes, you know, we just walk through life kind of more blindly because we just don't stop to reflect because it's all so busy and fast and we're like, we don't have time for that. But then we just end up missing like these areas that are so clear when we just take like even 30 minutes, hour to reflect on what happened how did it happen? What's going on? And, and when we do that, we can see like, okay, this area specifically has been really hard. And regardless of what area that is, I 100% believe that there is something that can help you grow in that area. This could be your marriage. This could be your mental health. This could be your finances. This could be your other relationships, but there are solutions. God has freedom for you. It might take some growth, some heavy lifting. Like if it's finances, like there might be real deficits, but there also might be some real hard choices that God wants you to make in this season. 
such as tithing, even when it doesn't make sense, such as just really limiting your budget, such as taking on a second job. Like I have a friend now that is taking on another job right now. And it's a really hard decision to make, but it's what they need right now. And I just like, am so blown away by her perseverance because it's not easy. And it might be something like that, that really is yucky in the season, but you know, it's going to bring you this freedom and peace that you're seeking. And so no matter what area you find from this process, there is next steps for you that are going to take courage and perseverance and hard work, and that God is going to walk you through all of that. Okay. So this is, if I haven't excited you enough, I hope at the end of this, you are going to take time with God to go through these questions. So let me, let me walk them with you real quick. What my year looked like. So the first question is where were you at when the new year began? Like just paint a really clear picture, like go into detail of all of the things and to, to paint a little picture for you. I had a barely one month old. She, my daughter, Ileana was yeah, only a month old, which yeah, I, I reflected on this and I'm like, really? Wow. That's like pretty crazy because this year has been so much about like stepping into calling and, and going forward into these things. And so I'm like, wow, it's like amazed at myself that I like went through that and, you know, had a one month old, but honestly, she was such an easy baby. Praise the Lord. And like, I already had the tools for helping her get to sleep and like nursing went so much better than with my son. And so like, I even started, like, I've always talked about taking care of babies. Highly recommend it. If you want your kids to sleep, just the best. And I started it while we're in the hospital. Like it's not at that age, it's not sleep train. Like there's no crying. It's just a schedule. You get them on a loose schedule so that you understand when they're tired and what is normal for each age. And so I like went through that and it was amazing. And I, yeah, she's just a great sleeper, I think naturally. And then I had that as well. So it was great. So that was like where I started. I was in the thick of having a newborn and a toddler, which that actually was very challenging at times. Now that I like really think about that, <laughs> like he had a lot of trouble adjusting to this process, but he has always loved her. And that has really been something he's gotten a lot better at this year is just being gentle and kind. So praise the Lord again. Okay. I also, yeah, like I mentioned, I was so hungry to start something new. So I had, God had put this hunger inside of me, this calling to do something more. You know, I had been staying at home with my son since he was born. So that was, it was like, he was a little bit over two when she was born. And so for those two years I had been at home and the the first year or so, I really loved it and I loved every minute of it. But then I just felt something. I knew there was something more that I wanted to do and that God was calling me to. And so this hunger had just grown and grown, but I knew it wasn't the right time yet. I knew I had to like live out that season. And then after my daughter was born, like that just, it just went up even more. I was like, okay, I'm like on the brink of birthing this. It's almost like this, this child birth analogy. Like, you know, you, it's like, you're growing this baby in your belly. You're growing this dream in your belly for so long. And then you get to the point where it's like, it has to come out now. And that like, I almost went into like, like, like labor, you know, like, okay, this dream has got to come out now. Like I can't hold it in any longer. And I'm glad that that aligned with God's timing. I know sometimes we can, it's like false labor, right? Like we feel like it's time, but it's not really God's time. 
And we're like, no, but it has to come out now. And God's like, just hang on. The, the dream is still developing. The baby's still developing. I, I'll show you when it's time. I'll take the baby out when it's time. And I think I had had a few of those like false labors because I had been like, no, it's time. God, please let it be time. I'm so ready to do something else. But finally, it was the real deal. It was time for this new dream to be birthed. And, you know, I had just in this season was praying and dreaming so much. I'm so grateful because my church every year does a 21 days of prayer and fasting every January. And it's just such an amazing way to start the year. And you don't have to fast food. You know, you can fast food or certain times of the day, but you can also fast coffee or alcohol or sugar or, uh, you know, TV, like whatever, whatever God calls you to. And I highly encourage this for you, that you would join in this. And you're welcome to join my church in this. You know, you can watch the sermons online as we go through this and be a part of it. Like, I, I, I strongly believe that we're all called to be planted physically in a local church. But if you're not quite ready for that for whatever reason and you just want to take, like, a little baby step, please join us. Like, you can find it at theocmovement.com. And you can walk with us through these 21 days of fasting. I think for our church, it starts on January 5th. And I am so excited for this. And and right along with it, we have my favorite Sunday, which is Believe Sunday, where we write down the 10 big things that we are believing for the next year. And this is like just, you know, I just talked about how much I love the future and dreaming. And so this is my favorite Sunday of the whole year. And, you know, we write them down and our church emails them back to us a year later. And so it's just the best. So if you want to join us, like, please, um, I would love to have you there. I do, yeah, believe at some point you're called to, to dig in locally and plant your roots there. But if this is, you know, a good next step for you, then please come join. Or even if it's just for this season, this uh, 21 days of fasting, that's great. Or you could do it on your own or get an accountability group, like whatever it looks like. I highly encourage you to start your year this way. It has changed my life. So anyways, I was thick in this 21 days. I knew God was like dropping these like little hints of where he was taking me. I really still had no idea. And it was just like this treasure hunt. Like God just kept leaving me these clues of this is your next step. This is, this is a clue about what's about to happen. And I just couldn't wait. And so, you know, at the end of the 21 days, there's like a whole long moment that happened, all of these cool things that got orchestrated, but essentially he called me into ministry and that was the first thing he called me to. And I was just like so excited and it aligned with my pastors and they asked me to come on to volunteer staff. And that's, that's such a huge honor. And so I was just so excited about it and God orchestrated childcare for it and just made a way for this to happen. And that was really the first place he was calling me to. You know, and then months later, he also called me to start a podcast, but I'm getting farther into the year. So the, the, the goal right now is to write down where were you at when the year began, paint the picture. And so that was where I was at. I had a one month old. I was deep in prayer and ready and expectant, just like a, a pregnant lady is expectant, expectant for what God was going to do. I'm so excited about it. So that's where I started my year. Now, when you do this, it doesn't have to be pretty like for me, this season was really beautiful and exciting, and there was hard times too. But it, it can also just be a picture of, you know, brokenness and loss or anxiety or feelings of self-doubt, like hard relationships, whatever it is, just paint a picture so that you can just 
see where you were a year ago. Okay. And then the second question is, what did you do well? So similar to our last podcast is looking at what went well. And I want you to list all of the things that you overcame or accomplished this year. Now, it doesn't have to be like you got a PhD or you birthed the baby or whatever, though it can be those things, but it could be even little things like you figured out how to clean the dishes regularly. Like that is huge. Sorry, but it's amazing. Um, you Maybe you went back to church. Like maybe you learned to be a little more open and vulnerable in your marriage. Anything and everything you can think of, write it down. Don't filter it. So some things that came up for me as I I went through this process, my first thing that I think of is that my time with God was so consistent and so great for almost the full year. Like I can probably count on just a couple hands, the the days that I missed my time. This is a major priority that I have had in place for a couple years now where the first part of my day, I wake up before my kids, I spend time one-on-one with God before the distractions are there, before I'm going into the hustle and bustle and looking back, like I was very consistent with this the entire year. And that I feel like is the reason there's so much good that came from this year because that is where I put my focus. That is where I poured in my prime time, my prime focus. So feel really proud of that. Um, the second one thing that I accomplished, if you will, is a boldness. Like, oh my gosh, this year was full of really scary things that like, if you've been around here for a bit, you know how much I struggle with not feeling like I'm good enough and feeling constantly like I'm going to disappoint people or like I'm going to mess up or I'm not going to show up how they want me to or how I should show up or whatever, all the feelings of inadequacy. And so there's a lot that this year that I just ignored that. (laughs) Like it's still there, but I just didn't think about it. I just kind of closed my eyes and jumped. Like if I open my eyes, I get scared again, but I just keep my eyes shut and I'm proud of myself for keeping my eyes shut and just doing the thing, things, many things. Another thing I thought of, I finally accomplished potty training. I mean, I guess I can't fully take ownership of that. Like my son, you know, did it, but we got through it. We are there. Oh my gosh. It was like a year long process. Holy moly. (sighs) I learned a lot through it, but you know what? We are there and it's just the best. So I got, I had to write that down there. (laughs) Okay. uh, Another one I mentioned to you, I jumped on volunteer staff at my church, which is just the most incredible honor and just the best, like. God knew I needed a team of amazing people to surround myself with so that iron could sharpen iron and I could grow and be changed by them and, and get to serve him in this new capacity. And just, it's just the best. So ah, I could go on and on about that. Uh, another one, as you know, I started a podcast and turned it into a business and it's just been the biggest blessing. This thing that I never in a million years would have thought God would call me to, but it's just great and feel so in line with my gifts and passions. It's mind blowing to hear how God has been using this in your lives. Like, thank you for leaving reviews. Thank you for sharing it in the Facebook group. Thank you for sending me messages. Like it really is so encouraging and I'm just blown away by what God is doing. I just, I can't, I don't even know. Also something that I accomplished it sounds weird, but I really have found this amazing balance 
And it's, it's constantly shifting. So I'm constantly having to, to rework it or kind of reflect on it. But I've found this amazing balance at home where I love all of the areas that I'm in. So I love now the time that I'm with my kids. And it's not that I didn't love them before, love time with them before, but you know, I was at home full time and I knew there was something else that God was calling me to do. And so I had this, this angst and this unsettledness in me. And, you know, I did my best to, to fight it and stay present, keep my feet planted because it wasn't time to leave yet. But just like right before, I love this analogy, before the baby comes, you're just so ready, like you're getting everything so set and you're so ready for the baby just to come. And that's how I was. And so I think I'm so grateful now to be in this space where I just really value the time that I get with my kids. Like I I love it. I genuinely love it. It lights me up. And so I'm so grateful for that. And then I love the amount of time that I get to pour into my business and, and to you guys. And I love the time that I get to go and be at the church office and work on things to build the church and to be on that incredible team. And so I just, I love every area of my life. It's, it's so great and feels so balanced. That's a big thing for me. Okay, another thing is my freedom from anger has just risen to a whole new level. Like I was sharing last episode, like I just, it's it's continuing to grow and it's just amazing. I'm so grateful. Another thing, <laughs> I have taken back control of the crumbs on the floor. I don't know if you have heard any time I've talked about, like I'm just so sick of walking through my kitchen and there's just crumbs on the floor and it's stick to my feet and they drive me crazy and I like... Oh, the house has been a challenge for me, especially in this new season um, as uh, of taking on more, right? And so I've really struggled with that, but I finally am at a place where I feel so much more in control of my house. And I'm going to share all of this with you in another episode because I have just a next step for you because yeah, I've just been changed. I'm a, a, a teaser. I'm taking the Systemize Your Life course by Chelsea Joe, and it's just everything. So I'll share about that with you more later. But the crumbs are under control most of the days of the week. So hallelujah to that. Okay. I also have really dug a lot deeper into friendships and created some really cool new friendships and allowed myself to be known in a way that can be hard for me. And this is something I'm still working on, but I really feel like this year was so good for that. And I'm so grateful for those relationships. I also have begun the journey of starting to eat, starting to exercise more and to eat healthier. And I've always been a fairly healthy eater, but like I'm taking it to a whole new level now, like getting so many veggies in and I'm just so proud of myself and I'll share more on that later too. But that's a big victory. Okay. Next question. What was hard? So after you go through, what did it look like in the beginning of the year? What was happening? What did you do well? sharing your, what you've overcome and what you've accomplished, then what was hard? So this is the part that's a little vulnerable for me. So my marriage, it was really hard. Like my husband and I are just really, really different <laughs> and it's a challenge. And we had a really good rhythm with like our biblical coach I've shared about a long time ago. Um, we would go and see him almost every week before my daughter was born but then she was born and, you know, childcare was harder and all the things were harder. And so I, we just have fallen off. We've gone off and on throughout the year, but nothing consistent like we, we used to. And we just really need to get back into it. And then, you know, on top of that, just all of the new things I've taken on and, you know, just having to continue to choose to pour into my marriage and to work at things that aren't easy. Like in some ways, you know, the business is hard work, but in some ways it's easy because it's just like, 
my gifts and it's like the flow and it's fun. And marriage doesn't always feel that way. I don't know if you feel that, but I think any relationship that we're really going to invest in and go long-term with, it's not always going to feel that way. So that was like probably the biggest challenge of the year. A couple other things, managing all of the new things was challenging at times, you know, just trying to figure out when do I wash the dishes and when do I have energy and time to pour into my kids and when, you know, all of, all of these things with, with taking on this ministry position, taking on this business and podcast, like it's been hard at times to really manage all of that, which makes perfect sense. And then a, a part of that too, is really trying to find time to pour into my friendships and to disciple people. Cause you know, before you were all here, like I poured all of this into the people that were around me. Like I I loved helping people stuck in spaces and, and coaching them, not like officially, but like as a friend or as a mentor. And I, and now it's just hard to figure out how to balance all of that. And it's, it's not something I'm willing to give up. And so I'm trying to fight for that figure out what balance and healthy boundaries looks like and figure out how to do this all really well. And so that was a a challenge for sure. Like I know I I shared that I created some deeper friendships, which is great, but then trying to continue to pour into all of them has been a challenge. Okay. Last question. I want you now to look back on everything you wrote. So from the first question to the last question, like where did you start the year? Like, what do you notice about that? Like, just, just be curious about it. Like write down any observations you have. What did you do? Well, what do you notice about all of those things? For sure. The hard category, looking at what was hard can be like one of the biggest ways to answer the next question, but look at all of it. After you look at it all, what, and, and pray and ask God to reveal, what do you believe God is calling you to in this next year? Now you can have goals or, or prayers for every area of your life. It doesn't just have to be one. It doesn't have to be three. It can, you know, it doesn't have to be 10, like whatever God puts on your heart, write that down. What are the things that he is calling you to for this next year specifically? So for me, these, these really, all of them kind of came from the, the hard category, like the answer to the question, what was hard? So my first one that I believe God is calling me to after really after looking at this, like, I don't know that I would have realize this before looking at all this because I really marriage is a huge priority to me and I do feel like I'm constantly fighting for it but I think this year I I ended up fighting for it in a way that wasn't helpful (laughs) like I was just wanting it to be my time and my way and you know different things and there's a lot of details that go into it but I think I I just really, after looking at this, I I believe God is calling me in this next year to focus on pouring into being a loving, patient, present wife. Now, not focus on my marriage getting better specifically, though I do want to get into back into our coaching, our biblical coaching, but really focusing on myself, what I can do, how I can show up better. Like I, I don't, want ever for me to show up better for you or for people at church or for my friends than I show up for my husband. Like he should be getting the best parts of me and even more than my kids. And so I have to figure out how to do all of these things well, but above that to show up for my marriage and to be patient and loving in all of the circumstances. And I really also just want to create more 
availability for just spontaneous time with him because I can be so structured and plan oriented and he is not that way. And so that's sometimes one of the the problems is I'm like, no, I need to, I have in my mind, I'm going to work during these hours and he's like wanting to talk. And then when I plan for us to talk, he's not wanting to talk. (laughs) So we're really, I really got to, I want to meet him in the middle and like create more space for that. And even just something simple as like putting him as the priority. So like if I am in the middle of something, okay, I'm going to stop what I'm doing and I'm going to give him my full focus, just like I would want him to do for me. Like sometimes he works from home and when I have a question or, or need him, like that's what I would want him to do for me. And so I've got to figure out this, this balance and how to prioritize him with all of these new things going on. And then another thing I want to do better at, I feel like God is calling me to, is to figure out how to show up more for the people in my in my world, in my physical, tangible world at my church, my friendships, the people I disciple, I want to do better at that and figure out how to have peace about it. Because I think maybe it still looks the same way it does now, but I don't have peace about it. So figuring out a system, really systems, I love systems, like what does it look like and how can I do this while I still care for myself and my marriage and my kids and my ministry and my business. And, you know, this is just like a growing process as God expands our territory we got to, we have to grow with it. And this is just part of the process. And so I really want to figure out what that looks like to show up for them in a, in a better way or in a way that feels peaceful and feels like how God is calling me to like really being faithful with those relationships. So, and then the last thing that I feel like God is calling me to is to take more time to rest. And what I mean by this is like just downtime, like I'm always working or doing another program to grow, like all of the things. And that's been a year full of it and it's been amazing. But really sometimes I just need a bubble bath and a book and I need to get better at doing that this year. Like I feel like God is calling me to some baths and books and I love it. So those are just some things that I I see that I want to do. So or that not just that I want to do, that God is calling me to it truly feel like God is calling me to those things. And so I want you to go through this process, like go sit down, get a cup of coffee or LaCroix, whatever your favorite beverage is, sit down, maybe in front of a fire, put on some worship music. Or if you're like me, you need complete silence to process. That's what I need. Like can't have music or it distracts me most of the time complete silence, uh, whatever kind of cozy space you can create to invite the Holy Spirit in to, to really be able to focus. And uh, maybe this is in the morning. Maybe it's at night after your kids go to bed. Like just take one day, one morning, one night to, to really go through this process and take it seriously. And you're going to be so excited about what you find. Like God is going to show up. I know it. And just invite him into this process. Allow him to speak to you. And I can't wait to hear what he calls you to. Again, I would love to see it in the Facebook group. Please come and post and share what it is that he spoke to you. And I am so excited. Let me pray over you. God, I thank you for a brand new year. I thank you for all of the dreams and the hopes and the plans that we can make, God, that you're gonna you're gonna number our footsteps, you're gonna show us the way to walk, God. But but you love when we make these dreams and these plans, and you're gonna do it with us. I thank you that we can't dream beyond what you have for us, God, that you're always going to do more than we can ask or imagine, God. And I I just praise your name for that, God. I pray you would right now expand the hopes and dreams of every ear listening, God, and that you would begin 
putting on them God-sized dreams, God, that you have for them, for, for healing, for growth, for peace, for new life, God, all of the things, God, just, just drop it on their hearts, put it in their minds, God, show up in an incredible way for them and help them see how you want them to grow and, and walk in this next new year, God. We thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Oh,